Welcome to Built Modular, a box modular podcast. We'll help you discover just how flexible modular construction has become and how it's helping make life better for real people facing real space challenges. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Built Modular, a podcast brought to you by Box Modular. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us here for this episode of the show. Today, we are talking to two gentlemen from Black Diamond Group, and we're going to be talking a little bit more about indigenous relationships and partnerships that Black Diamond has formed. And so we're going to be looking a little bit more at these partnerships and learning about some of the principles that guide them. And so joining me here today on the podcast, we have Scott McLeod, Senior Indigenous Relations Advisor for Black Diamond Group. Scott, welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Absolutely thrilled to have you on the show here today, Scott. And we're also thrilled to be joined by Jonathan Stringer, VP of Marketing and Community Relations at Black Diamond Group. Jonathan, welcome. Uh, Thanks, Tyler. It's, It's great to be here. Excellent. Well, it's great to have uh, both of you on the show. Uh, so, guys, I would love to, to just start off our conversation today um, just by learning a little bit more about what Black, Black Diamond Group does and what each of your roles uh, pertain to there. And so, um, Scott, just start off, give us a, a quick overview of Black Diamond Group and, and, and the work that you do. So I'll give you an overview of the work I do. Um, so I'm the Senior Indigenous Relations Advisor with Black Diamond Group. My role within the company is to support our Indigenous businesses, our Indigenous relationships, and the business development that goes within that. I also focus on Indigenous engagement with Indigenous communities across Canada. So my role within the community or within the company is to work alongside the various business units within Black Diamond Group, um, supporting Indigenous involvement and inclusion through the work that we do. Thanks, Scott. So Black Diamond is a, is a holding company. We own uh, a portfolio of unique businesses that solve the space, accommodation, and travel needs of organizations around the world. And specific to the, the podcast we're talking about today, we, we own the company Box Modular. Uh, Box provides space solutions to a variety of customers um, and communities uh, around North America. So whether that's an education institution or a construction site, we're able to provide uh, temporary space and permanent space um, to, uh, to provide any kind of um, space that those indiv- individuals or communities require. Uh, so when it comes to exactly what Scott and I do, we have the opportunity to work with communities across Canada, uh, building relationships. And uh, uh, at the end of the day, we're just looking to um, provide opportunity uh, to the communities that surround the operations and where we work. So, John, let me follow up then. Why is it important for companies like Black Diamond Group to to consider how they partner and interact with indigenous indigenous peoples groups in um, in a country like Canada? Well, here in Canada, we have uh, we've got a unique kind of political landscape. I'll call it. Um, there's a long history of exclusion for indigenous communities when it comes to economic development and participation in the economy. And partnerships like ours are an opportunity to uh, further what some people call economic reconciliation, uh, to give an opportunity for Indigenous communities and, and, um, and First Nations and um, Métis communities and Inuit communities, the opportunity to um, participate in um, resource development or any other kind of economic activity within their traditional territories. So we, are, we offer an opportunity for that uh, for communities. I don't know, Scott, if you have anything further to add on that. So working with Indigenous communities and the work that we do, uh, one, it's the right thing to do um, as we focus on being equals and working on reconciliation in Canada. 
Two, typically the Indigenous elders, community members are the knowledge keepers. They have the wisdom and insight um, that can help uh, and assist uh, projects through to completion with success. And just piggybacking off on that that one comment, um, Scott mentioned it's it's the right thing to do. Tyler in Canada, we uh, in 2015, uh, the uh, Truth and Reconciliation Commission was uh, published, was launched, was uh, put forward, and in there were 92 calls to action for um, Canada. Uh, some had to do with government, some was private sector, some was public institutions. Uh, specifically, as it relates to business in Canada, there were specific calls, and uh, you know it. Having right and positive relationships with the Indigenous communities that surround our operations are just, it, it's core to what we've always had as principles within Black Diamond Group. Um, but it's also, it, it's also the right thing to do, as Scott alluded to, uh, as a Canadian company. Hmm. So, Scott, uh, following up on that, then, how, how does Black Diamond Group approach these, these partnerships and, and what principles really guide um, these interactions in these partnerships and, and really? Um, are, are the heart behind how Black Diamond Group uh, approaches Indigenous partnerships. Yeah, Tyler. Um, so first and foremost, relationships with, built with Indigenous communities are not built overnight. They take time, yeah. effort, and, and a lot of hard work to, to build meaningful, you know, long-term relationships with trust, accountability, and responsibility as well. Um, we're always guided at Black Diamond um, our entire organization and the work that we do in the Indigenous Relations Group, we are guided by the seven grandfather teachings. So these tra these traditional teachings have been passed down through generations to Indigenous communities across the country and are a concept that we aim to embody in everything we do. And so if you're not aware or unfamiliar with the seven grandfather teachings, those are humility, bravery, honesty, wisdom, truth, respect, and compassion and by that by operating or having those principles as kind of our guiding principles we are able to engage and create real truly meaningful uh, relationships that are very long-term with several um you know communities nations across the country john is there any uh follow-up you'd like to make just on uh, on the principles that guide these partnerships for for black diamond group or um or, or the uh, the way that you approach forming and, and and creating these lasting partnerships. No, I think Scott did a great explanation of kind of we went through a process a number of years ago to just kind of define a mission and a values on how we would interact and how we as a company would approach our indigenous relations and and we we came back to you know this time and time tested uh, teachings of the seven grandfather teachings is something that we would hold hold on to or hold true to. So Scott, Black Diamond has created long-term equity-based partnerships. Tell us a little bit more about what those look like and what the benefits are of having um, these long-term partnerships. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, Black Diamond has been in business since 2003 and we've got some of our partnerships, our equity-based partnerships that have been in existence for 13 plus years. Um, that's definitely not extremely rare, but it's definitely not common to see um, long-term meaningful relationships and partnerships um, that last that long within this, with industry. Some of the benefits and uh, I guess that go along with those building long-term relationships and uh, partnerships with Indigenous communities goes back to 
um, what John referenced earlier with economic reconciliation. You know, it takes time to build a business. It takes time to build a relationship. Um, and through time, you can continue to generate wealth and prosperity for Indigenous communities and Indigenous businesses um, for a long, long time. And, and still continuing today, Indigenous communities are constantly dependent on funding and grant applications to run various programs within their communities, whether that be housing programs, social community or programs. And through building long-term meaningful relationships, we're giving and working with Indigenous communities, allowing them to be sustainable, um, build prosperity within their community, open doors for their community members. That's just in my mind, in my heart, is what we need to be doing um, as Canadians. Scott alluded to the fact we signed our first official partnership um, with the community in 2009, and that was really early days in the kind of black diamond in the black diamond story. So we we got the genesis for the company was providing um, remote accommodations and remote space in um, kind of really remote areas in in northern Canada. There wasn't a lot of infrastructure. There was large projects that required significant workforce to come out and build the project so that you needed these you needed temporary infrastructure temporary accommodations temporary space to to support the projects and you know th these there's remote communities and first nations that are all out in, in close to these projects and you know they're not necessarily seeing a direct benefit if it's a company from you know 100 miles away that's coming to do a project so we're able to create these partnerships to see a you know a, a tangible benefit um, whether that be through employment um, ownership, um, dividends, reinvestment, community investment to go back to the local community so that there is truly a benefit to them from the operations that are happening within their uh, within their traditional territory. And, and you know, you, you do that once, and then you realize that there's lots of opportunities with other communities that are trying to benefit from uh, from resource development or development in their in their areas. And at Black, Di at Black Diamond, our, our our mission statement is is to create a better way. And that kind of fundamentally that, that flows into everything that we do. So, you know, how can we create a better partnership? How can we create a better business? How can we be a better uh, corporate citizen in Canada? And I think Indigenous, Indigenous inclusion and Indigenous participation and our Indigenous relationships all flow um, into that um, piece. And, you know, as part of that creating a better way, we always have as a, as a goal, you know, we want to give back in the communities where we live and work. And when we're invested and have partnerships that are part of those communities, uh, it just gives us further ties and closer ties to those communities. Absolutely, yeah. No, I I, I think that's really well put from both of you, uh, Scott and John. Yeah, I think I think really really well put. So, what sorts of uh, of impacts have you seen these partnerships making? Is there are there examples that you can share just of uh, of the way that these these partnerships have have made a difference and have been changing relationships between uh, communities as a result of uh, of these partnerships? Scott, is there anything that you can uh, you can speak to as far as just examples of that? Well, I think I'd like to immediately I go back to the uh, one of the first partnerships that uh, Black Diamond signed well before my time at the company, um, which was back in 2009. And it's been a extremely rewarding partnership between Black Diamond and the nation. The nation has successfully been, you know, involved in the business for, you know, coming on 13 years now, and it's enabled them to 
you know, be part of a, of a company to invest back into the business to become an actual equal. So 50, 50 partner and, um, you know, a big stake at the table with skin in the game. That's, uh, to me, that is the true reason behind why we do this. You know, there it's created so many opportunities for them to piggyback off of, um, with with regards to that business to create new businesses entrepreneurial skills within their nation um you know jobs training etc it kind of the list goes on and on and on you know and it started off with uh you know a, a small concept let's let's build a business back in 2009 and you know now now you're generating you know millions of dollars through the partnership and uh creating several you know opportunities whether that be for directly for their, you know, their businesses, their economic development divisions within the nation, or just for their community and their social programs. So I think the the, the true benefit at the end of the day, and I may be a little biased because I am First Nations. I am from you know an Indigenous person, so I have a very uh, soft spot in my heart um, being an Indigenous person. But working for a corporation in Canada, you know, I have to wear that corporate hat and. Uh, through my work in the corporation, we're able to open doors. And we talked about it earlier. We talked about prosperity. We talked about sustainability. Um, and these partnerships, the long-term partnerships, ultimately create that opportunity for the nations to be sustainable, to be a nation, to run the programs they want to run, not the programs they're being asked to run um, that are being federally funded. So. Those are some of the benefits. Um, we, we've seen great wealth, we've seen great success. And at the end of the day, we all celebrate together as one. And in my eyes, that's why we're here, reconciliation um, and become equals in Canada. Yeah, ex- extremely, extremely well put. Scott, thank you for, for laying that out for us. I, I, I really love that answer. John, any follow-up to, to Scott's comments there? Thanks, Tyler, and great answer, Scott. I, I, think, I think one of the biggest things we've done uh, is just, and one of the things that sets us apart is our ability to have that joint ownership uh, and the equity positions. So not only do they own part of the business, but they're owning the actual equipment that's out there and working. And, you know, that just provides even more benefit back to the communities uh, as these businesses continue to operate for years and years and years. Absolutely. Yeah. Very well said from from both of you on that. And, and Scott, I'm curious just to learn more about training programs and things like that. Are, are there educational and training opportunities and training um, programs that go in um, to these partnerships and and are um, done within these communities? Absolutely, Tyler. Capacity development training initiatives is instrumental in these partnerships. You know, we're not here just to generate revenue. We want to generate, uh, you know, educational growth, capacity growth. With that said, there is no boilerplate training initiative. Uh, every single community in Canada is extremely unique, extremely diverse, which makes it exciting for us because we get to be creative. We mm-hmm. get to think outside of the box. We get to come up with training initiatives that work for one nation that may not work for another. Um, you may not want to be a, a box modular installer. You may want to be a doctor, but how do we get you there? How can we help you You know, take that next uh, step in your journey? So that's you know, we're involved in, in many, many programs. We partner with many training initiatives and training organizations um, to, to, to deliver programs within some of our partnerships across Canada. Um, I don't think I can speak directly about just one specific program, 
but it's definitely something that uh, that we we continue to to demonstrate and to to offer. Yeah, Tyler, we we have the opportunity to participate through one of our uh, communities in some scholarship opportunities. Um, some of our branches, we have um, kind of summer training programs that we tailor to Indigenous communities. We've done kind of a early construction training program where we had uh, individuals from the communi- community participate in the construction of one of our sites. And from that, they got a number of uh, kind of life skill training, but also uh, tangible hands-on. They got certain certificates um, and different safety certifications so that when the mine site would actually go into production, they would be able to either continue working for that um, that particular project or they'd be able to take those skills and have some transferable skills that they would take um, to any other uh, construction site or site that they would want to work on. So I think we take, we take pride in trying to tailor what makes the most sense for the community in the region that we are operating because um, you know, Canada is a large country and uh, every community has a different set of needs. I think the other component, um, apart from training um, pieces, is we are we take pride in our ability to be involved in, in the community. So whether that's taking part in annual community events, that's a barbecue or a feast or uh, you kind of name it, we want to be there and, and part of it or if that's sponsoring a, a golf tournament or Kind of wherever the community puts their priority and their needs, we want to be able to uh, to be a part of it to show that we're not only a, a partner there on the business side, but we're also involved in the community because I, I feel like that's where that's where the strength of the relationship truly comes from is being involved in both. You know, it's one thing to be there for business, but it's another thing to be there to be truly part of the community. And I think when when Scott and I and and, and our on our leadership team talk about the success of the business, you know, we celebrated a 10 year anniversary with one of our partners a couple of years ago. And, you know, we were welcomed to their community for a feast. Um, we were given a gift and, uh, you know, I felt, I left feeling like we were, we were part of that family. And, you know, that's, that is something that I think is truly special and uh, it's something quite unique. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and one more thing just to touch to Tyler on back on training Something that's exciting for me, and I'm sure it's exciting for John as well. We we don't only get to create training initiatives for for our indigenous partners, for the indigenous communities we're working with, but we also get to focus on developing internal training opportunities for all staff at Black Diamond um, across Canada. We've rolled out our indigenous awareness training program for all of our indigenous, or sorry, all of our Canadian. Um, employees and made that mandatory for for all of our staff. So being able to share, you know, the knowledge that we have with working with Indigenous peoples in Canada with the entire organization uh, makes us a stronger company. And, um, you know, all of our employees are now focusing on reconciliation in Canada, which I think is a very strong component of the training initiatives that we run. Yeah, no, that's a that's a fantastic, uh, fantastic thing to bring up, Scott. Thank you for for sharing that, and, and and John, thank you for sharing the 
that story about uh, attending that dinner, I think that was just a really powerful example of uh, of the totality of what we've talked about here on the podcast today. Guys, I want to uh, I want to give each of you an opportunity just to give us any final thoughts here on the podcast today before we begin to wrap things up. So, um, Scott, let me kick it over to you first. What do you hope people walk away with and understand and know about about Black Diamond Group and indigenous indigenous partner uh, partnerships after this podcast episode? After people listen, what do you hope people kind of walk away with? Yeah, thanks, Tyler. Um, you know, my hope today that uh, the listeners here can walk away just understanding and knowing a little bit more about Black Diamond Group um, and understand that uh, we are one of the leading companies in Canada focusing on economic reconciliation, um, reconciliation in Canada being equals with all of our Indigenous communities throughout the nation. Excellent, excellent stuff. John, uh, any final thoughts here today? Um, what do you want people to walk away with once they listen to this episode? It's a it's a great question, uh, Tyler. I uh, as as Scott was kind of walking through his response, it was going around in my head. You know, I I feel like I think sometimes in Canada the whole concept around what is Indigenous relations, what are Indigenous partnerships, especially if you're a company that's not uh, necessarily involved in it. If you if you if you're with a company or you work for a company or you're with a community and you're involved in it every day, you kind of know what that is. But if you're listening to this and you're you, you're kind of on the outset of that journey of reconciliation and, and what it looks like. It's, you know, it doesn't have to be a scary thing. These are communities want to work and are open for business and they want to work with companies and they just want to have authentic relationships. And so I think, you know, I think that would be one takeaway is just know that reconciliation doesn't have to be this big, scary thing. It, it just takes little steps. It takes, it takes making a phone call. It takes having a conversation and there's lots of little things that we can do to further reconciliation within the, within the country. Cause I think at the end of the day, that is a big component of what partnerships and indigenous relations is about. It's about, it's about reconciliation and that it's a two way street. Uh, so there's that component. I, you know, I think that if you're listening to this and, and you've got ideas around what a partnership could look like or how you can work with the community, we'd be happy to talk. You know, I think we've been, we've been doing it for a long time as a company. And I think we've got some great experience um, knowing what indigenous partnerships how we can structure them, what they can look like. So there's that kind of component to a takeaway. And then lastly, I just, you know, I hope that people could can listen to it and hear a couple success stories of, of, of things that have went well. Um, you know, when you're building something from the ground up, ultimately, you know, I, there's going to be lots of, there's going to be successes and there's going to be challenges. Uh, and so we've had, we've had all those things along the way. And I think, uh, I think if you could take those things away, that'd be, uh, those would be great takeaways from this conversation. I think that's a fantastic summation just a, a, of the conversation today, John and Scott. And so, guys, thank you again so much for for joining us today um, and, and for sharing a little bit more about Black Diamond Group and, uh, and and the work that you're doing when it comes to Indigenous partnerships. It's been an absolute pleasure having you both of you on today. Thanks a lot, Tyler. Thanks a lot, Tyler. Absolutely. And everyone out there, the website is blackdiamondgroup.com. If you'd like to reach out, if you want to learn more, uh, ask questions like John was talking about, make sure to go ahead and do that. Uh, you can visit the website there. And, uh, and find different ways to get in touch if you want to reach out and ask questions, learn more about what they're doing, what they have done in the past, and learn from their experience and take those tiny steps forward like John was mentioning. Uh, go to the website, learn more today uh, about what Black Diamond Group is doing and, uh, and reach out if you have questions. And everyone out there, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Built Modular Podcast, the podcast from Box Modular. Of course, for more, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts these days to stay up to date with the latest episodes. And stay tuned. We'll be back soon with another episode of the show. But for this episode, for Scott McLeod, Jonathan Stringer, I'm your host, Tyler Kern. We'll see you next time.